Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good evening, my friend. How are you? It is great to see you. I'm just back from New York City. So nice to see you on the flip side of a very quick two-day trip. How you doing, brother? Hey, uh, good. I'm glad you survived. You still got two arms, two legs. Uh, that's a, I consider that a win. Take that yeah, as a la- win. Yeah, take it as a win. Last time I checked, yeah, even more space on the way back, leg room, and uh, the whole nine yards, and uh, survived the uh, onslaught of illegals while I was roaming around Midtown. All right, well, hold on just a second before I, w- I want to hear some gory details. <laughs> uh, hey, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to our show. We were recording this on the 16th of November in the year of our Lord, 2023. Um, we hope everybody is safe and sound. So, um, before I talk about the 10 freeway, the famous 10 freeway out here in LA, (laughs) that's on fire that you can't go on. That's going to be closed for five weeks. No problem with the traffic out here. You know, no problem. It won't do anything to affect people will be able to get around. Not a problem. Please. We got this under control. We got a communist mayor. We're good to go. (laughs) My pal Frank was in New York for two, three days. I cannot believe you went business. You had to go. You survived. Give me some low lights, please. Couple couple days, dude. Yeah, it's great to be back. Uh, I, you know, look, it was it was actually great to be there. I have to say, New York is still a great city, but you do have to be just like you know, any place, kind of careful where you're going. I did want to check out firsthand some of the problem areas. We've talked on this show a lot about the Roosevelt Hotel, forty um, third. I'm sorry, forty seventh and Park. Uh, roughly in Midtown, uh, for a former four-star hotel that now the Pakistani Airlines Group, ironic, uh, <laughs> now owns that building and have leased it to the to the city of New York's government for uh, seventy million dollars a month, and they house oh. about sixteen hundred. They have sixteen hundred rooms there. God knows how many illegals are packed into sixteen hundred rooms. Probably a multiple of that. But the interesting thing, Dave, I want to check it out live just for myself, and it's true. All the Ben Berkwam reporting, all the video that we've seen, there's all these illegal mopeds parked outside. There's a lot of people sleeping right outside. They have security so that you don't you can't go and poke around with a camera or a phone, like and go through, look through the glass in the lobby and stuff like that. But it is it is pretty gross. I have to say it's pretty, pretty, pretty disgusting. Everyone just avoids, uh, you know, that one block, basically. Right. So did you see, I mean, you were there only a couple of days, but did you see an excess amount of just tents, people milling around uh, on the street that probably so, had not been in New York as of as of like yeah, 10 minutes no, ago? I'll be, I'll be very honest. What they've done a very good job of spreading it out. I had a great uh, breakfast with uh, a very good tech banker friend of mine. Actually, shout out to him. Big fan of the show. Eric was great to see you. Uh, in New York. Um, but he said the city has done a great job of spreading out the, the problem <laughs> the, the to misery, all the other yeah. boroughs. No, so they're all over right. Queens, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Staten Island. They're everywhere else, right? They've set up these tents. And <laughs> what happened, Dave? You're going to love this. This is hysterical. So they sent the Venezuelans who were camping out at the Roosevelt to a tent city in Brooklyn. They're like, nah, we don't like this. We're going back to the Roosevelt. (laughs) It's just just brutal. Uh, I mean, this is like, you can't make this stuff up. So actually on the ground in Manhattan, it's actually kind of interesting. It actually is not as in your face as you would think. Only in hot spots like the Roosevelt, there's like 19 other hotels uh, in the city where they're housing illegals. They get 5,000 new ones a week. There's about 140,000 there now, costing the city about 2 billion a year. And- uh, Mayor Eric Adams is coming out with his budget next week, and he's already uh, warned there's going to be massive cuts, massive spending cuts, massive cuts to police, to services, to social infrastructure. Sure. Why? Because all the money is being spent to house those folks. 
Yeah, and in nice places too. I know they're building these massive uh, uh, warehouses also on the outskirts of the city. Yeah. Uh, and that's not even, yeah, like you said, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten yeah. Island, they're all getting it. Yeah, they're hard tents. I mean, they're basically like, yeah. you know, hard tents. They were going to put people in COVID, like in Central Park, like those type of things. And basically, you got these people from these shithole countries in Central America oh. and South America. They're like, nah, yeah, you know, America's not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. I, if, I, if I have to sleep on the street, I might as well be warm. I'm going back to my own country. I'll go back. Uh, I guess the American dream is dead. Because if you can't come here penniless from Venezuela illegally and get an right. immediate a plus job and yeah. a nice apartment, then forget it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and look, I saw, you know, just walking up and down the streets in Midtown, I saw a bunch of them. It's, it's very easy to spot. They're, you know, they're dragging along their little things and there's little suitcases and stuff. Right. And you can just tell. And it's, you know, it's, it's, hey, look, the rain and the cold weather, they're done. I mean, they're not going to make it through the oh, winter. Yeah, right. So there's just, think about it, right? It's just, it's, we're getting into almost December now. Um, they're not liking it. I mean, yeah, these, these people are not used to that kind of weather. They're used to 75 to 80 degrees and balmy. Um, so while you guys have the, the New York City has a chapter of the Democrat Socialists of America causing uh, havoc uh, on Brooklyn Bridge every weekend. So, you know, out here, um, mm. we had an oppressive communist dictator in San Francisco uh, oh. leading a, uh, a forum. And also the president of China was also there. But I'm bummed. So uh, nice one. initially I was referring to uh, Sleepy Joe Biden as uh, our oppressive dictator in chief. Um, so jumping back to the West Coast. So not only do we have uh, our most well-padded freeway on fire in, in L.A., up in San Francisco, the APEC had been going on. That's, that stands for the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Forum. Mm. I kid you not, ladies and gentlemen. Please, please, you must have at least done a little bit of uh, homework on this one. Yeah. But if not, it just started last night. So Chinese President Xi Jinping was there, his first visit to the U.S. in six years. Mm. All right. Well, now, as a quick backstory, we all know that uh, Grusom Newsom, our uh, governor-in-chief, thinks he's going to be running for president. Well, we know he's going to be running for president. Well, so course, he was, no, he's he over is. there. He's over there kissing. kissing he goes to uh, Israel. He kissed Xi's butt. He's over right. in Beijing. And now he's hosting and, Xi there. Exactly. And then even today, you, I'm not sure if you're sorry to preempt you here, Dave, but yeah. like Biden even said in a mumbling speech, oh, maybe Newsom can take my job one day. Right. I mean, he's even talking. It's, it's, so it's, it's like it's an open secret now. It's an open secret. And not so much. It's more like an open nightmare. Um, <laughs> but, but all the... Uh, Obviously, it was it was it's just it's it's a just a drain on your thought process to think about us bending over and taking it right. from the CCP, um, the drivel about oh we can work together. Meanwhile, they're stealing all of our intellectual property. Meanwhile, they have slave labor camps. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, they could give a rip about us. Um, by the way, all the uh, quote unquote uh, people waving hi to Xi Jinping as he came in. Carrying the Chinese, the Chinese oh, yeah. communist flags, all brought in. It was all staged. Yeah, they, they brought were all in Chinese. They, do you know who they were, Dave? They were foreign Chinese students attending uh, Stanford and other schools yeah, in the Bay it. Area. Yeah. They so they paid them, them off with hundred bucks each to come in. Hundred bucks each. They yeah. lined the streets with flags, uh, 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 Chinese, you know, Chinese flags, obviously. Um, walled it off, took all the homeless out, moved them to the East Bay for a few days. They're all, all going to come back in a couple of days when this thing is over. But it was absolutely sick, Dave. I mean, the like you said, the fawning, the fawning of the the forty thousand oh. dollar a plate dinner oh. for the four hundred. Here, here's, here's a couple of, of the Apple, list. I mean, Black these are the top tier SOBs. This is them. Apple yeah. CEO Tim Cook, BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, yeah. uh, Tesla, uh, Elon Musk was there, which yeah. bummed me out. Yeah. FedEx, Qualcomm, KKR, Blackstone, Boeing—they were all there. Yeah. 
up to 40,000. Oh, I want to dine with Z, with G, yeah. 40 grand. Oh, 40 Lord. grand each. Yep. And meanwhile, one day later, uh, she's, uh, in the Chinese Communist Party's, uh, asymmetrical espionage weapon, otherwise known mm-hmm. as TikTok, has been used to deploy, uh, the Osama bin Laden letter to America right. explaining why they destroyed 3,000 people's lives in the Twin Towers in that day. And they've been using their algorithm on TikTok to push that sewage through TikTok, which, Dave, is nothing more than a propagandist electronic arm of the CCP, which is why my children will never see that uh, that app. Uh, and there's a bit there's there's been a big move to get that thing that has got to get shut down. That yeah. has just got to get banned. That is a really, really big problem. It's horrific. I know there's been some pushback. And of course, when they get the quote unquote, uh, uh, Americanized, uh, uh, you know, representatives. Up, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to throttle that uh, anti-U.S. Uh, violent uh, uh, stuff. No, yeah. no, 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 none of it's getting enough. throttled. You got to shut it down. What people need to understand is that this so, so this stuff that they spew to Americans, this stuff is not even allowed in their own country. They don't even allow right. TikTok to show this stuff in China. TikTok is a very sanitized, classic kind of pictures only what Instagram kind of used to be uh, at the beginning. And that's what it is there. And so they take, they basically just use it as a, as a, as like I said, an espionage tool. And to make matters worse, Dave, you've now probably seen all these videos of these libtard far left yeah. women who are like, oh, I've read the Quran. I'm a feminist. I'm a queer, I'm an LGBTQ, and I understand the Quran. It's all, oh, Allah, it's a mission of peace. It's a religion of peace. And they're, dude, they're brainwashed. I mean, yeah. these people are absolutely freaking brainwashed. Give them a one-way ticket to Jordan. Let them see how they like it over there for a couple of weeks. Put them in Gaza. Give them a couple of things to eat. Let's see how they like it. That's the really scary part is how they just, without any kind of second thought to the whole thing, I believe everything I see. And they, they exactly. buy into this whole oppress, oppressor versus yes. oppressing, you know, that, that whole dichotomy. Classic theory, exactly. Classic Marxist. So, oh, the U.S. is the oppressor. Israel is the oppressor. So I have to, I have to uh, because I, I support the gay, lesbian, alphabet people, I must be for the Palestinians. Right. I must be for... The, whoever else it might be. Exactly. I mean, just the the dill witted uh, thinking on these people, and 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 they they love this TikTok garbage. Yeah, yeah, and oh. uh, you know, for folks who are not students of history, but I mean, you know, the 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 far left Marxist radical elements go all the way back to the old days of the Soviet Union. Oh, yeah. This is like 1930s, 40s, 50s, and the connection to the PLO, the Palestine movement, the radicalization aspects of that have always been connected to the far left and the Marxist movement. And people now are finally seeing that practically. They're seeing it practically in a story we're going to get to, I think, right now, Dave, with you, with the capital situation and the and the and the PL the Palestinian protests. And and as I've said many times in this show since this broke out in October, it's not about Hamas or Hezbollah or these are all just fan franchises. Think of it like McDonald's, right? These are (laughs) these are franchises of the Muslim Brotherhood. The Muslim Brotherhood is the is the enemy radical islam is the enemy they don't want to go to war with you they don't want to de- debate with you they don't want to negotiate with you they want to kill you and that's what you need to understand uh simple as that and this goes back no not oh this you know, oh for 20 years that hamas has just been f- tr- trying fighting the good fight now this goes back um, i think about 1400 years can we yeah. please go back to about the sixth the sixth century or so when when muhammad came to be I mean, a little yeah. bit of, I guess they don't study history anymore. 
in yeah. college. Yeah, no. But like <laughs> um, you said, I mean, it's yeah. the amazing thing is how much they're brainwashed by the TikTok stuff. And uh, that just has, that's a national security issue. That just needs to get shut down. It has to so get, speaking enough, of shutting down, whining it, yeah. and complaining about it. Just shut it down. Shut it down. Um, hey, speaking of security and everything else craziness in this world, so last night, and this is just a classic blue on blue, um, we, we saw the uh, the radical leftists. This is the Antifa crowd, basically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, middle to upper middle class, white people, yeah. uh, men and women, mostly women. So they stormed the DNC last night. Right. With their idiotic uh, pro, uh, free the Palestinians, uh, ceasefire now, basically saying pro Hamas. Right. Um, and it was quite the, quite the kerfuffle. So yeah. you, I know you just saw some videos on this, but this was an illegal and they, they were violently protesting and only a couple hundred people. But it shows you when when they're so, uh, uh, you know, when you get the motivation going um, and there was, you know, why? And of course, when you compare this to what happened January 6th, which was just right. a picnic compared to this nonsense. Right. And how few of these people were actually going to be arrested. One person, with, Dave. One. One, one was arrested. Person. I just heard this today. One person. Yeah. Hundreds of people stormed the DNC headquarters, all wearing radical pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas garb, yeah. all dre- nothing showing but the slits in their eyes. And one person was arrested. Six Capitol police officers were injured. Uh, where's Merrick Garland? Where's the DOJ? Where's, where's Chris Ray? Where's the yeah. FBI? Are yeah. they going to hunt down uh, the thousand people, the J's, like the J6, hunt them down, bring up the helicopters, bring up the tactical gear, bring up the SWAT mm. troops? No. no. These guys <laughs> all get much. a pass. This is Summer of Love 2.0. This is BLM, so, George yeah. Floyd, Fentanyl Floyd all over again, dude, starting early this year for you No, we, Thanksgiving. We, yeah, we called this. We called this early. Call uh, we totally know that between, every day between now and November 5th, 2024, I believe that's Election Day next year, yeah. there's going to be some shenanigans and this yeah. nonsense. Totally. And I had a flashback. I'm old enough to remember the old video clips. So let's let's think about 1968 and why this pro- this should end up favoring us really in, in, a, in a tumultuous way. Right. But in 1968, remember the radicals stormed the DNC convention in Chicago oh, yeah. in 1968. Right. And Nixon came out, hey, I'm going to be the uh, the uh, the ambassador of peace and goodwill and restore right. order, law and order guy, kind of guy. And that, that did help propel him. And when you see the, the blue on blue here with the protesters clashing, I hate to say it, but I love every second of it. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, definitely, uh, it definitely works. And I, you know, I'm going to link it uh, to uh, since we're on the topic of Iran and Hamas and uh, the war. You know, uh, our good friend here, Joe Biden, just signed over 10 billion more dollars. Not sure if you're aware about that, but they released another 10 billion that was frozen in escrow in accounts in Qatar, another um, completely tyrannical regime. Um, and so that uh, those were unlocked. And now basically, uh, Iran can use those to, for whatever. Of course, they, you know, the, the U.S. government puts out they, they, these press releases are embarrassing. They're like, oh, well, they have to abide by the uh, fact that it's only they can only use that 10 billion for humanitarian purposes. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? I mean, you can't. Oh, and by the way, the same week, last week, I just drove by the United Nations building in, in, in New York yesterday. Ooh. Iran has just been named to chair the 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 humanitarian council like the, oh, the subcommittee beautiful. so okay. they do that they get the 10 billion and then today they just announced they beheaded 107 people uh in public uh for things like listening to um western music when you're supposed to be praying uh on the carpet stuff like that uh congratulations joe congratulations for just in your face empowering our mortal enemy 
Yeah, uh, it's it's all Orwellian. It's all like saying, oh, if you're uh, the Jewish Jewish voice for peace action, then you're going to be for real peace. No, you're for <laughs> ultra violence. Yeah, Me- remember, um, well, it's like what you always say, they projection. You you you're very project. smart about saying this. Like whatever they're saying, we're doing. They're doing. It's yes. that's the whole projection thing, which I really quite crafty of them, but it's so true. I know, and it's very simple to, to kind of uh, figure out. But even, you know, the verbiage they use, and of course the CNNs of the world, they push it. So uh, if you want to call yourself uh, democratic uh, progressives, in, in, you know, in reality, you are um, just a, a backbencher of anti-American, uh, anti-Israeli uh, uh, force. Mm-hmm. So remember, yeah, Adolf Hitler was a member of the Democratic Socialists as well. That was his party. Sure. People forget that whole thing before it was transformed into the Nazism. So we had that. And as a contrast, um, just the day before, on Tuesday, we had the biggest pro-Israeli march mm. in like our history. Right. So, uh, and of course, this gets buried. 290,000 participants, the National Ball in, Ball in Washington, very peaceful. There was a little bit of shenanigans, but not too much. It was the largest pro-Israel gathering in U.S. history. What a contrast. Um, and that is really, and there was actually some leftists there. Um, so yeah. you can, you can say, well, Brad Sherman or some of the more left wing, uh, and, you know, Congress people, hey, for the, can we at least, can we hold hands on this one issue? Yeah. Maybe yeah. a little bit here and there. Yeah. I mean, it's just awful. I mean, we can't even impeach my orcas for God's sakes. I mean, the southern border is wide open. 10 million people have come in, thousands and thousands from Syria, the Middle East, Iran, Iraq. Uh, all these nations in Africa, I mean, very questionable uh, backgrounds, if we even know. And that doesn't even count the Godaways. We have no idea who those folks are. Uh-uh. And that kind of dives into this other national security related issue, Dave, I definitely wanted to get to on the show today. Yes. Very important breaking story today, even though the underlying story is several, many months old, actually three years old, but then seven months old. And now this came out today. I'll explain in a second. So uh, Jim Jordan uh, head of a weaponization committee, head House House Judiciary Committee. It just came out today that the ex CIA uh, chief uh, Mike Morrell under uh, Trump said that now Secretary Tony Blinken, Secretary of State Tony Blinken, he was not Secretary at this time. He was an advisor to the Democratic uh, Party and to Biden. He was the one who organized and triggered the 50 Intel officer letter to discredit the Russian, the laptop from hell from Hunter Biden and say it was Russian disinformation three weeks before the election. It was, as we've been saying since day one, it was all orchestrated. It was all organized. Everything you saw was fake. Those 50 guys that signed that should be up on treason charges. This was all organized by the guy who is now the secretary of state for the United States. At least now we have the receipt out in the open I hope we can continue to push that. Uh, basically, you know, guys like Clapper, they need to lose at least, at the very least, lose their clearances. security clearance. My yeah, lord, because they make money off of it, right? That's how yep. they they stay on the talking circuit at one hundred, you know, fifty thousand bucks a talk because they see, they still have clearances and they still see classified intel and they can leverage that, right? So. That really needs to come out because I barely, you had to tell me about that whole thing. I mean, I knew it was kind of out there, but to have the receipts out in the open is important. Uh, yeah. Hey, my last <laughs> silly story. Hey, the uh, the globalists, yeah. uh, the rhinos want to push this Nikki Haley on us. Have you been oh, hearing yeah. this nonsense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, because, oh, we need an alternate day because, you know, DeSantis flaming out, uh, Vivek, not, not going to happen. 
So Nikki comes out and finally reveals her true colors, saying she wants to out every blogger. We have to identify them, their full name. You've got to be kidding, Nikki. And by the way, uh, she wants to, everyone Speaking to use their real colors. names. Well, yeah. Yeah. Real hey, names, hey, Nikki, yeah. how, how come you never use yeah. your what's, real what's name? Real name? I bet, by the way, I bet we have a lot of smart listeners on our show, Dave, on the Rant and Rave show. But I'm betting, feel free to email us or talk to us on social. I'm betting not too many people know what you're about to tell us. Look, her, okay, she came here. Her parents are from India. They're bright people. She's done very well. But guess what? Uh, your real name is Nemrata Nikki Randhawa. Okay? That's your real name, Nikki. So yeah. don't don't be a mouth and off about how you want to... Because even go back to... Hey, go back to our revolution. We, we um, wrote and we operated quite importantly under secret uh, identification. Yeah. So all those, uh, uh, you know, papers that we wrote in 1775, 1776, we didn't want our names on those things because yeah. we would have been hung. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. it's very important to be able to, um, you know, have various reports and get out, get out information without exposing yourself because otherwise you're yeah. going to be hung and thrown in jail. Totally. And the one thing I'll say to that day before I get to my last story of the week and uh, is, is, you know, people, it's, you can't truly appreciate what happened during the revolution uh the 1776 and the, the war for independence and so, all of it you know in the days and weeks and months and even years leading up to that time you know you might think people at home might think geez frank you know dave we're we're kind we feel alone we're not empowered we're losing we got you know blah 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 whatever i would say no i would say no number one no we're not number two in those months and days and years leading up to 1776 only about 10 to 30% of the country at the time supported uh, splitting off. Okay. Right. I mean, it was not, and this is very well documented. It was not like it was like a 70, 80%. This was a small, robust group of people that were like to hell with these British people. This is, we want our own country. We are going to fight like hell. We want a certain set of inalienable rights. And this is how it's going to be. And it be, and that's what happened. But I just want folks at home to think about that because you're the 10 to 30% right now. It's actually much more than that because of the media screws around with everything. But you, you are that group right now. You are the fighters. You are the last line of defense. You will not give up your bill of rights. You will not give up your second amendment. Uh, most importantly, and Dave, the last story, I'll just talk about one quick second here. So a special process looks like this is coming out now. Uh, special prosecutor leak, Joe Biden looks like he's going to skate on charges for mishandling the classified docs oh, when yeah. he was vice president. Yeah. Exactly the same charge they're going after Trump for when he was president, which, by the way, he had total uh, constitutional authority to declassify. He could even have been thinking about it and said, I'm just thinking about it and I could declassify when Biden did it and took those documents to his home. He was vice president. He had no legal authority or basis in the law or the constitution to do so trump did that's the difference trump trump is going to get prosecuted uh because it's a weaponized doj and biden is going to skate and I'm th i was just thinking mar-a-lago a little bit more secure than a garage with a corvette in it just a little oh, right yeah. just a little with your coat with your coke snorting whore banging son uh in the second bedroom dave great to see you this week thanks for tuning in folks at home we really love you Thanks for listening to the show and make sure to share it with uh, right-minded friends. And of course, we're out there on all the podcast platforms. Check us out. And on social media, we are at Rants and Rave 1776. And as always, Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side, but not on the right side of I-10. Talk to you later.